All right, welcome back. Man, here's another classic. It's Drew Brees versus Tom Brady, and now we just ramp it up for the NFC Championship game as we welcome in the great Sal Palatonio from ESPN, the man who predicted that Brady would lead the Bucks to the NFC Championship game at least, and maybe even a Super Bowl. What's up, Sal? How are you, partner? JP, you know, this whole thing started with you and me. Yeah. On your show, mm-hmm. no, ten, 10 months ago, JP, yes. 10 months ago, this whole thing started when Tom Brady signed with the Bucks, And, uh, you know, actually, it started before he signed. That's right. We, you and I were together down in Tampa, and I said, listen, you said, yeah, I know, you know. So we were on the same page on this, and I got to tell you, I got to tell you, they are primed and ready to go. They're playing the best team football, I think, that they have played all year long. And I do mean that. I think defense, offense, um, together, this this team is is playing the best overall football of any of the teams left alive. I think of all four teams left alive, this team's playing the best team football. You know, it's interesting you say that because I my my take Monday was this was a team win. You know, you know, you know Brady obviously did what he did, but that defense was absolutely phenomenal. And, and Sal, you were there, and I just I just thought there was a different level of speed, ferocity. They played more physically than I than I've seen them play all year long. Um, a lot of that's Devin White bringing that energy, but that was a different group out there defensively. Um, you, you notice the same thing. Ferocity is the key word, yeah. JP. You hit the nail right on the head. Uh, you hit the nail right on the head. I think Devin White's return, absolutely number one factor. I think the number two factor was that in the in the pregame meeting on Saturday night, as I reported Sunday morning on SportsCenter and NFL Countdown, Todd Bowles laid the wood to the guys and said, listen, number one, we got to be aggressive. Mm-hmm. Number two. We got to lock down their receivers. Uh, number three, we can't beat ourselves with mistakes. And number four, when all else fails, we got to be aggressive, and that's exactly what they were. Yeah, that th- those defensive backs were 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 the key. And um, this young Antoine Winfield Jr., uh, the big play that he makes, popping that ball out on Jamel Cook, um, he has been such an incredible find. I'm sure you remember covering his dad, who was there at the Superdome. Giving Saints fans an earful, <laughs> so that was kind of cool too. That young it was, you know. <clears throat> I tell you though, though, in this game coming up, the Packers are not going to turn the ball over four times. JP, they're just not. Rodgers is not going to gift wrap three interceptions. I mean, it's pretty clear now that Drew Brees was playing with a torn rotator cuff in his throwing shoulder. Uh, if you watch the video, JP, I did watch not know the video, that. Yeah, well, you know, he he, it's 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 been on the internet a lot, and it sounds like his wife kind of confirmed it in an Instagram that you know oh. he had a he had an issue with his shoulder. Hmm. So, um, and you watch that post game interview, uh, that post game video of him throwing the ball with Brady. Yeah, kids, he's throwing he's throwing the football left handed. Wow, I did. I did, so I, I mean, I'm not reporting. I'm not reporting. That he had a torn rotator cuff. I'm just reporting what has been reported, uh, and you know that's. And what I'm trying to do is just give you a comparison yeah. to where Aaron yeah. Rodgers is going to be in this game. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is playing out of his mind. He's got a very strong arm. His his ability to move in the pocket, avoid the rush. 
right now. He's uncanny instincts. I, I just think this is a much, much, much tougher game for the Bucks in many, many respects. Sal Palantonio joining us here. You know, I asked Bruce today on on the Zoom call about you know the chess match that goes on between coaches in a, in a game that's a, that's a replay, uh, a rematch of a game that's happened earlier this year. Do you go with your strengths that work so well uh, in the first game, or do you anticipate the uh, the changes and adjustments that the other team is going to make and coach against that? And I think that that part of the chess match is going to be fascinating. So, what do you what do you think Todd Bowles and, and the Bucks do defensively against Aaron? Do they do what what they did in the first game, which was bring a lot of pressure, um, let those guys play man? What they kind of what they did against the Saints, or do they change it up? I mean, what do you think? Well, they played man against the Saints fifty uh, percent of the time, fifty-five percent actually. I'm at, I'm just leaving NFL Films. Yeah, uh, we are preparing to tape the uh, Championship Sunday edition of the Matchup Show with. I was going to ask Matt you about Bowen that next. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and you know our show is heavy on blitz. Why? Yeah. Because these playoffs have become a blitzathon, <laughs> and uh, the you know. They, they really have. You saw Leslie Frazier and Sean McDermott. They came after Lamar Jackson. You yeah. saw Steve Spagnuolo. He came after Baker Mayfield. And, of course, you saw Todd Bowles. He came after Drew Brees. So we, 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 um, <clears throat> we logged every one of the blitzes. We charted them. They blitzed Drew Brees 54% of the time in that game on Sunday. 54%. You know, the league average during the year was about 40%, just mm-hmm. a shade under 41. And um, if you go back to week six, Bowles brought the blitz against Aaron Rodgers 40.2%. So they have dialed up the blitz. And, you know, you and I have talked about this. What's yeah. the number one reason that's the case? It's because they're not calling offensive holding. Right. Yeah. JP, they're not calling offensive holding. And if you don't call offensive holding... The only way to get to the quarterback is to blitz. Yeah, and 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 that leaves you know your defensive backs back there to do what they do, and and you know, and a couple of the scouts um, here locally were talking about how the the Todd Bowles said, look, don't even worry about the double moves from these Saint receivers because Drew can't throw it that far, uh, and if you do get caught, oh, really? just yeah, That's yeah, wow. and if you do get caught, grab them. You know, just we're gonna we're gonna jump every freaking route, and I think they played a lot, a lot of too deep as well. So they told the under, underneath guys, the man guys, do not even worry about double moves. That first move, you attack it and stay with them the entire time. And and obviously that was a, that was a great strategy, and it's obviously something you cannot do against Aaron Rodgers because he will toast your butt. Um, so that that's got to be a, a little different this week for these defensive backs. Oh, JP, you're absolutely, you're absolutely yeah. right. I mean, uh, yeah, there's no question. This is this is a different team that they are going to face because the quarterback is got a straight, straight up, strong arm, straight up, accurate arm, and he's straight up smarter than everybody else on the field except Tom Brady. You know, um, I was talking to a couple Packers folks, uh, media folks up there, and and one of the things they heard after the Bucks beat um, the Packers the first time was. That Lafleur and their their staff, and even maybe even Aaron Rodgers, did not realize how fast the Buccaneers linebackers were. Talking about Devin White and Levante David, um, and and that that kind of cha- that was kind of a big difference in the game. How do you think that works into this this matchup? 
Well, the Packers are not an outside zone read run play uh, team. So, you know, speed is not going to be as important. What's going to be important is alignment and assignment between the tackles. Mm -hmm. And that's a real strength of Todd Bowles' defenses, always has been. Uh, If you try to run between the tackles on Todd Bowles, he'll stuff you all day. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I don't think that that's a major, major factor in this game. I think the biggest factor, you just hit on it. You just hit on it. Rodgers is going to try to bait these backs, these DBs, Mm -hmm. and try to hit the home run. And uh, he will buy time in the pocket, avoid the rush, and hit that play deep into the down. How many times did we see that against the Rams? Yeah. We converted third down, uh, you know, seven seconds, eight seconds, nine seconds into the play, J.P., there's not too many quarterbacks in the NFL that get that nine seconds in the play. If Brady gets to four seconds in the play, it's an eternity for yeah. him. Yeah, oh yeah. So uh, you, so what do you have to do? Well, a, you got to blitz in volume, but you need to have efficiency when yeah. you blitz and production. You, 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 you can't blitz and allow Rodgers to slide away from it because you'll get toasted, as you said. Hey, Sal, I think a big part of this game, um, and I don't know how much y'all talked about it in a matchup show, but um, you know we're hearing that Vita Vey is going to play. And he's such a difference maker because he demands – you can't block him one-on-one. He'll, he'll, he'll put that person right in Roger's lap. Um, you got you to gotta, – if you're pass blocking, you got to have a guard and a center on him, which obviously opens it up for other guys. And in, in the run game, you, know, you're, you can maybe keep another safety back off the line because you got that big guy in the middle that's going to eat up two or maybe three guys. I think it's a huge, huge get back for the Buccaneers. How do you think that factors into the game? Yeah, I think it's big. There's no question. And, you know, you're hitting on the right matchup. This matchup's all about the Bucks D versus Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Because I think, I think, I think the Bucks offense is going to score points in yep. this game. I, I do. I'm, you know, if, 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 uh, if they don't make mistakes in the game, they're going to score points in the game for sure. So that, that to me is, uh, is not a major issue. And Sal, I've covered uh, playoff games there in Lambeau. Obviously, you have as well. Um, this will be way different without the crowd there. I mean, there's going to be some, but it's not that suffocating 85, 90,000 that make, you know, the go pack go 24 7 on the loudspeaker. It's suffocating. And when you add the cold and the wind and everything, it's, it's so hard to win there, especially in, in January. Uh, but without the crowd there and a wind that's going to be, you know, fairly mild, five to eight miles an hour, I think the Bucks are getting the best possible atmosphere they could hope for up there. And I just don't think weather or the crowd is going to be that much of a factor. Am, am I wrong? I think you're wrong. I do. I do. I do. I do think you're wrong. I think it's it's the combination of all of those things. There'll be enough of the crowd, enough of the weather, enough of the wind. Okay. The fact that you're in Florida. Uh, all, all week, all year long. This this will be a shock to the system. You know, I interviewed Leonard Fournette after the game, mm-hmm. one-on-one in one of those over-the-rail interviews. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I just kind of fed him a question at the end. I said to him, hey, you going up to Green Bay? You got to be, you got to, you got to bring your run game. I said, this is a day, this is a game meant for you. And he goes, no, not for me. It's too cold. <laughs> Set it on <laughs> I didn't hear that. He, he, said, said, it right in, right, right, he said it right into the microphone. Oh, I'm like, God. oh, wow. Well, I laughed. 
I, I think I think it'll be. A, I, I did laugh. I, th- I thought that was funny. He's like being honest with me. Yeah. I I think it will be a factor. Obviously, Brady's played a lot of games in the cold. Yeah. Um, but um, I have seen teams and win in bad weather in the playoffs. I, I, I was there when Michael Vick did it with the Falcons. Yep. I was there when Eli Manning did it with the Giants. You can do it. It can be done. But in both of those games, what were the key elements to victory? Turnovers by the home team. Mm. And you don't think Rodgers is going to be? Get, they got to get turnovers. They got to find a way to get turnovers, JP. Well, they got Rodgers is not. They're not going to get. They're not going to be given turnovers by Rodgers. Well, he gave, he gave him, him. He gave them two in Tampa, including a pick six. No, there's no question. And how did they? And how did they get them? They came after him. Yeah. They blitzed him right off the bus. Yeah. Well, and I hope that's you know I hope. All right, JP. I got to get back in the studio, bro. All right, brother. Go do your thing. Plane and uh, go to Green Bay. Hey, um, you know, we'll, we'll talk at you next week after it's all said and done. We'll see if we're coming to Tampa for the Super Bowl, bro. Can't wait. Hope to see you soon, partner. It's beautiful down here. Right, see you. 70 and sunny.